stimulating talk radio. Good morning, good morning, everyone. I am Deb Creer, the socialite, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And I love December. We are looking back at what we did in 2013 with social media, but more importantly, we're going to be looking forward with 2014 and, and all the strategies and tactics we should be using. And so I have an absolutely fabulous guest who is going to help guide us through some of the things we really need to be thinking about for next year. So welcome to Laura Rubenstein. Hey, Deb. So glad to be here. Great, great. Well, and thanks to Laura for getting up early. She's actually in California. You know, it's lunchtime for me. It's breakfast for her. So you got to love all these time changes. Well, before we start, let me tell everybody just a little bit about you, Laura. Laura Rubenstein is an award-winning social media and marketing strategist, master leadership coach, certified hypnotherapist, author, and speaker. She is the co-founder of Social Buzz Club, and we'll definitely find out more about that, and creator of the Social Media Blastoff course. Laura has optimized marketing plans and developed branding strategies for more than 1,000 businesses, celebrities, speakers, and authors across the United States, United Kingdom, Australia, and Canada, helping them create more profits and brand popularity. She is the author of Appreciation Marketing, Your Guide to Growing Profitable Business Relationships, and is a contributing author to two Amazon bestsellers. Her blogs are featured on GenConnect.com, Your Tangle, Social Media Mags, as well as her own popular TransformToday.com blog. So welcome, Laura. How are you doing? I am doing great. Thanks for having me. How are you? Fabulous, fabulous. You know, it's I don't know what the weather is doing out there and what it's doing in Colorado, but it is glorious here in Atlanta today. Oh, lovely. It's great here in San Diego, too. We're just getting started. Perfect, perfect. Well, you know, let's just jump right in with this because... Laura has so much great information, and it was funny. I was looking at her uh, most recent blog, and I thought, oh, have to talk about that. Oh, have to talk about that. Oh, <laughs> you know, every single point she made was fabulous. But, you know, let's start with kind of the basics. How do we build a tribe on, on social media? And what exactly is a tribe? Well, that is a great question because um... – Really, social media is all about connecting with people. And when I talk about tribes, and I'm sure everybody has their own definition, but it's a group of people who have a common passion, interest, Mm -hmm. or reason for connecting and collaborating or connecting. And it's like for a cause or a passion or a common interest. So there are people who, um, who are your tribe. Right. You and social media is a great place to go find them. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and they are the people who help us kind of spread our message. You know, when we tell people what we do, that's kind of selling and gets a little ugh. But if other people promote what we do and talk about what we do, that's fabulous. That's exactly 
the beauty and magic of social media for business. Mm-hmm. So it's not about selling, like you said. It is about connecting with people. And, and you know, if you do unto others that, they're going to do unto right. you that. So, mm-hmm. you know, spread the good word about good people, mm-hmm. and they'll spread the good word about you. It's just the natural law of reciprocity that happens. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it is such... An easy thing to do, but so many people forget to do it. Um, you know, we think, ooh, that was a great post, or so-and-so just sent out great information, and then we forget to click retweet or share. Um, you know, what are some tips that you have to really encourage your tribe to help spread your message? Well, you've got to be very engaging, first of all. You've got mm-hmm. to know what makes them... Um lights them up and causes mm-hmm. a reaction. So things that cause emotional reaction, and I'm talking about in pers- personally positive reaction. If you want to be right. a controversial mm-hmm. person, that'll do it for sure. But you can do this on the on the positive side with, mm-hmm. you know, things that are heartwarming or things that inspired you or asking questions, um, getting them to engage with you. And then, you know, it's not going to happen necessarily every day unless you're right. like mm-hmm. this amazing content producer. But as you... um as you get better at it, as you see what people respond to, a lot of people respond to things with kids and pets and, mm-hmm. you know, so you can integrate that kind of thing in it. Things that touch your heart, things that are inspiring and funny, uh, those all get people to reshare and retweet and repost. And again, you do it first for them. Mm-hmm. They're going to at least comment back to you. And that is a very big form of uh, promotion is when they're engaging with you because other people see that. In fact, I saw a tweet or a post on on Facebook, somebody said, oh, I saw that Laura liked this, so I came over here. Mm-hmm. You know, and right. just be, by me liking somebody else's, I was helping them, you know, get more visibility mm-hmm. and grow their tribe. Well, and that's exactly what we do out in the real world. You know, we mm-hmm. ask somebody, what restaurants do you like? What business networking group is good? You know, uh, what's your favorite recipe? And and so that's what we also need to get people doing on social media. And some people are very good at it, but we all need to, to step it up is probably the, the best way to put it. Yeah, I would agree with that. If, if you're serious about being on social media and forming a community or a tribe. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, and so what tips, you know, we've, we've talked about providing good information. One of the things that people always ask me is, where do they even get their information? So what tips do you have for businesses when they give you this blank deer in headlights look and think, well, I don't know what to post? What do you tell them? (laughs) Well, usually that comes from people like feeling like they're not good enough or they don't have anything to say. Mm -hmm. And it's not true because I'm sure you're finding interesting things all over the web all the time. Right. So start with posting other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. Find the stuff that you're, you're interested in. What's in your niche? Who are your mentors? Who are your um, admirers? Who do you mm-hmm. admire out there? And what, what are you seeing that's touching and inspiring and moving you? And um, to help me with that, I created on Facebook, you could create uh, what they call interest lists. Mm-hmm. So I and and when you create an interest list, it's very easy to go to that feed of only those people you put on the list and see what they're posting that day. And then you can, you know, repost that very easily. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't even have to be, in other words, your own content. In fact, on Pinterest, for example, 80 percent of the pins are what they call repins, which is like Mm -hmm. a retweet or a share. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, depending what network you're on. 
Well, and the the cool thing about interest lists is, you know, if you are connected on Facebook with more than, you know, 10 people, you start really getting a very busy news feed and you miss the the posts from those people that you care about. And so the interest list really lets you go back and, and look at those. It's a filter and also it's public as mm-hmm. opposed to you could do it either with a friend list or an interest list, friend, right. friend list or private, but interest lists are public. So then you can mm-hmm. share it. Like I have one that's about quotes. It's all kinds of positive quotes. So, you nice. know, on a day when I'm really busy, I just want to share something inspired, inspiring. Mm-hmm. Or if I am having a day where I need to pick me up, I'll go to that list. Mm-hmm. And then when something touches me, I'm going to go share it. Right. So, you know, somebody could have multiple lists. They could have, you know, for example, a quote list. Then they could have an industry list. They could have a mentor list. You know, all these things that help them find that great content. Mm -hmm. And they could have a travel list, a food list, you know, Mm -hmm. and it it goes on and on. Um, But definitely the industry, especially if it's people you admire what they're posting. And then Mm -hmm. you're going to see what you like and it's going to inspire you to create that kind of content, too. Right. You know, I don't know if now is the best time to bring it up, but Social Buzz Club. Yes, definitely. Is, Tell us about that. Is um, a content syndication network. So mm-hmm. there's a ton of content there. There's already a huge tribe there right. that it's available. There's a free membership level. There's free and paid. Mm-hmm. And um, if you are looking for business-oriented content, and we have some personal development content, mm-hmm. and then, you know, if you have a tribe of your own, bring them over because it's a – content sharing network that is gamified so it incentivizes everybody who joins to nice. share other people's content nice in exchange yep socialbuzzclub.com it is yeah right so so in exchange for what i'm sorry i interrupted you there in mid-thought so as you're sharing people's content you're earning points just ah. like on airlines you earn points mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. what you can do with these points is you can use them to submit your own content okay so you redeem them and for putting your own in and then people get points for sharing your content. Nice. So it's very reciprocal, incentivizes you to share and others to share. Mm-hmm. And um, it really is a self-moderated system because if, in other words, there's no spam there. Right. If somebody puts up a piece of spam, nobody's going to share it because we have really mm, high integrity, high Great. quality influencers mm-hmm. and they're not going to share that content. So it really is a disincentive to spammers to being there because their mm-hmm. stuff doesn't get shared and they don't share stuff. And right. um, and if something does appear as spam and members can flag it and we delete it. Ah, great, great. You and, and I love this topic about content because it really is one of those things that people get confused about and, and they do spam. You know, I, I manage a group at the moment where I'm about to have to have, you know, a discussion with somebody because they're getting a little spammy. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, businesses, I, tend to get a little confused also. And they, you know, have the the red flag going up that's almost a used car salesman, you know, buy from me, buy from me, buy from me type of thing. And I love sharing other people's content more almost than than my own stuff because it shows that, you know, that I'm keeping up with the industry, you know, and which in, you know, social media, holy cow, there's just, you know, so much to, to keep up with. But whether you're an insurance salesman or um, you have, you know, um, you do mortgages or you're a realtor or, or, you know, anything, there's lots of content out there. And the cool thing is when you're sharing somebody else's content, you aren't doing that. Hello, buy for me type of thing. That's right. Well, and the other thing I really tell people is 
it doesn't always have to be business focused. That's what I love about the quotes that you do. And, um, you know, some of the other sites I try and, and post, you know, a Snoopy cartoon on occasion because we get kind of bored with, you know, all the business stuff and having that fun stuff really is what keeps people engaged. Yep. Having fun stuff, having questions arise, asking for advice is mm-hmm. you will get a lot of engagement and um, sharing a situation that you're going through. I don't believe in using social media, however, for complaining. Right. Mm-hmm. If something's going on you need input on and it's kind of a complaint, um, I, I caution people to do kind of a gut check and see, you know, are you just venting mm-hmm. or do you want support? Right. And, you know, and, and there's ways to rephrase it yes. so that it's not wine, wine. It's, gee, I need assistance here. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, yeah. and I'd limit that. That shouldn't be your whole MO of being right. on mm-hmm. social media. But if you do it like once in a while and it's like either I need assistance or I need a solution to this, mm-hmm. you know, challenge or do you think this is right and what would you do? That would be, you know, a good way to mm-hmm. approach it. But if you need pl- some place to vent, it's good to go get a therapist or a good friend or right. venting mm-hmm. partner. Do that in private. Mm-hmm. Um, cause, I really believe that social media can be a force for incredible good on the planet and it already mm-hmm. is being used and it's up to each and every one of us to use it like that. Right. And you be know, and, that force. And when somebody does complain or, you know, get, sometimes they get overly passionate might be a good way to put that. You know, I had somebody today that, you know, I was in a discussion with and, and I thought it was a pretty good discussion and then, oh, it just kind of went off in a different direction and, it was all of a sudden it was language that I didn't want to see. And so I removed myself from that conversation. The person might have had some really good points, but because she was so overly passionate and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but you know, it kind of was that gut check, you know, maybe uh, the person need to think about, you know, really, should I use this, this language? Should I take a step back, you know, calm down and then post again. Yeah, it's good to do that. And then there are people who use the language because that's their tribe. Right. That's the language oh, yeah. of their tri- yeah. tribe. Yeah. You know, and, and it's funny because, you know, we've, we've had the, the saying for many years, you know, that somebody swears like a sailor, you know, and, and I've never really met sailors who swear a lot, but it, it is, you know, you have to be authentic to yourself. And if, you know, if that language is rather salty and the people you're connected with don't mind, then you know that's that not that's not necessarily a bad thing. Exactly. So now, what's the current status of kind of the digital era? You know, it changes quickly. There's so many things that can get overwhelming. What do you tell business owners who really are kind of in that? Oh, I, I just don't even know where to start. Type of thing. <sighs> I tell them first of all, take a deep breath. Right. And recognize, first of all, social media is not rocket science. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, you're right. It is changing every single day. And keeping up with it is is the job of people like you and me. Mm -hmm. So it's really good to be in touch with a social media professional. Mm -hmm. You know, someone who's a strategist, someone who's connected to it. You and I aren't going to know everything either. I let my clients know that I network and I mastermind with other influencers mm-hmm. in the market because none of us are 100% up on everything. Mm-hmm. But there is this beautiful convergence of technologies happening, you know, and we are in the era, and I like to call it the era of the community. 
Mm-hmm. I really think we're going to see that more and more. You're seeing more people putting together Facebook groups and coming together in groups and tribes like you. Mm-hmm. We started out talking. Right. And this conversion of tech, convergence of technologies is making things easier to mm-hmm. connect and create those communities. And um, it's about taking the time to get involved in conversations. Mm-hmm. So if you focus this on social media as if it was a networking opportunity versus right. mm-hmm. a technology challenge. I think there's going to be a little bit more peace around. It. I think people get worked up about it mm-hmm. for some mythological reasons more than real reasons. Mm-hmm. So if we relax into it and then we take a look, we start just listening. And what I mean listening, it's really going to these different social networks, seeing who's there, seeing mm-hmm. who's talking, what are they talking about, explore them. Don't you don't have to engage right away until you find out where you're most comfortable and where your market is most active and and engaged. Mm -hmm. So if it's not Facebook, then maybe it's Pinterest, maybe it's Instagram, maybe it's Mm -hmm. LinkedIn, maybe it's Twitter. And maybe you're liking two or three of these and that's fine. Well, and the important part of that is if you're in the wrong place, you're not going to get results. Mm-hmm. And then you get very frustrated. You know, I've, I've told people if, you know, granted a seventh of the world's population is on Facebook, but if the people who would buy your product or service or at least tell people to buy your product or service aren't on Facebook, then, you know, don't spend your business time there. You know, you can still go and, and, you know, do the fun stuff that's there, but really think about where you need to be. Mm-hmm. And then there are, there's a reason to be on Facebook anyway and have a professional presence and maybe you're not doing, being as active there, but you have mm-hmm. a presence because when people look for you or they look at your website and it's connected to Facebook and they see your Facebook and it looks professional and you're, mm-hmm. you've got some regular posts going up, then you look like you're in the, in the, in with the times. Right. If you're not there, first of all, you're missing out on being found. Mm-hmm. And second of all, you you lose credibility for not being there. Right. Well, and I tell people that, especially with LinkedIn, mm-hmm. you know, it, it no longer, and it really hasn't been for quite some time, the place just to go and get a job. It truly is about online networking. And, and you know, when people tell me, ah, you know, I just don't use LinkedIn all that much, it's hard for me to understand that because it, to me, that really is the professional platform. Um, you know, yeah, I'm on Facebook all the time, but I make more uh, business connections on LinkedIn. And, you know, and, and I'm not looking for a job. That's not why I'm there. I'm there to network. Um, you yep. know, when we were getting ready to move to Atlanta, we had a lot of notice that we were moving from Denver to Atlanta. We actually had um, over a year's notice. So I use LinkedIn extensively to build my network before I ever got here. And, you know, it, to me, that was just critical to be able to do that. And, and it doesn't matter if you're doing that when you're transitioning to a new city, you know, maybe a new career, all of these various things. LinkedIn to me, everybody needs to be there and be very, very, um, active on it. If you, ha- if you have professional services to offer, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are looking for a job, it's still a great place to put your right. um, mm-hmm. resume because, you know, and if you like I've had speakers who want who, who've gotten lots of speaking engagements, engaging in those groups is great. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I also want to say people need to be on Google Plus. Definitely they have a business and they mm-hmm. want to be found because Google mm-hmm. Plus is owned by Google. Right. Yeah. 
Right. You know, and, and, uh, uh, to me, it's, it's one of the great places simply because of hangouts. Um, you know, uh-huh, I, yeah. I have committee meetings that way. You know, the, the fact that you can have 10 people participate, then you can have even more. You can live broadcast. You can put it on YouTube. It's, it's a fabulous tool. It's amazing. And now there's even apps that you can broadcast your hangouts on Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. Right. It's beautiful. You know, and, and Google Plus, it's funny, it's, it's, you know, it's uh, had a bad rap ever since it started that there's not enough people there. Well, you know, again, it comes back to, is that where your target audience is? You know, they might not be on Facebook because of all of the, the clutter and, you know, the, the posting that goes on there. They might be on Google Plus because that's just where they can stand out a little bit more. And Google Plus has grown quite mm-hmm. Even faster than Facebook grew. Right. grew. Mm-hmm. So, and everybody has a Google account. Mm-hmm. Like, way more people have Google accounts. So they're already poised to be on Google Plus and more and more being there. And then mm-hmm. there's Google Local and it's amazing. Right. You know, and, and the nice thing about Google Plus is they don't tinker with it as much <laughs> as, as Facebook does, you know, and that's where people get so frustrated on Facebook. You know, I, I saw a post yesterday from somebody who said, why is it videos are automatically starting now? I want to turn that off. And I said, eh, sorry, that's a new feature of Facebook and get ready for advertisements that are going to automatically start playing. You know, that they, they, they make these changes on Facebook and I'm not always sure they think them through. Google Plus tends to make more strategic changes and not upset the apple cart quite as much. Yep. And, uh, but they, everybody's making change. Change is just the norm of how it is. Well, and they all have to grow and they have to make changes. And part of that is, uh, you know, just as they get more members, they do need to add new functions. And the cool thing is I think they all kind of learn from each other, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so that, that makes it kind of fun. But, you know, what I, I love the lists at the end of the year of the what's in and what's out, kind of the what's hot, what's cool, you know, um, type of thing. So what is out for 2014? What are we what did we do in 2013 that we're not going to be doing in 2014? Well, I believe less is more. Mm-hmm. Um, there's less value now in having like super numbers, uh, you know, like buying right. fans and mm-hmm. friends and followers and connections. So I don't think we're going to see as many people opting to buy buy those things because, mm-hmm. you know, like Facebook dings you actually if you get, have a lot of right. mm-hmm. uh, likes but no engagement, right? Mm-hmm. Um on Twitter, you if you have a try a smaller tribe that's more engaged, you get more results. Mm-hmm. So there's more. What's so less is more. There's more value in having quality conversations. Um, I think we're gonna see, uh, you know, less superficiality. Mm-hmm. I really I, I want to see people leaving superficial behind, being real mm-hmm. and connected. I think we've already seen a lot of that. You know, people are talking about what they had for lunch and stuff, and that's fine. But they're doing it in a way now where it's more, oh, I had the best, you know, recipe, and here is this recipe. Mm-hmm. They're giving right. value. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think superficial's out as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Well, and... I think you're so right, especially with the the numbers. Businesses really are figuring out that having, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40,000 fans or connections on Twitter or, you know, even connections on LinkedIn isn't the best way to go if the vast majority of those people really could care less about what you're doing. Yeah, and probably what's out is doing everything on 
several platforms, mm -hmm. it's really finding your tribe this year, mm -hmm. finding where they are and diving deep with them. Right. You know, and, and the, that's where it's very important to really look at what is, is happening on those pages. Um, you know, there's various insights that come with some of the, the programs that will say, you know, for example, on Facebook, this post had X number of people that saw it. Um, you know, this post at a different time of day was, uh, you know, it didn't get interacted so with so much. And, and to me, looking at all of your insights and figure out what works and what didn't work really has to become very important. Otherwise, you're just spinning your wheels. Yeah. And um, Facebook has some excellent tools for showing you where traffic came from, just like mm -hmm. Google does. And right. integrating Google with your social media is it's in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's what's in. You know, and because we don't want to be wasting our time. You know, I think that's probably one of the biggest things that business owners tell me when I talk to them is social media is a waste of time. And that's because they haven't figured out what to be and, and where to be. And, you know, I always love the studies that come out that say, okay, well, on Facebook, you should post between 2 and 4 p.m. Okay, that's nice. And it's something to consider. But if the people you're connected with aren't online between 2 and 4, then again, you're going to be spinning your wheels. That's right. It really, if there is no hard and fast rule until you do the research and find out mm -hmm. what your tribe is doing and what your avatar or the persona that you, you engage with and want to market to in a sense. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, one of the easiest ways to do that is to ask them. Mm -hmm. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day and they said, you know, how do I know if the people I'm connected with are on Facebook? I said, you ask. And they looked at me like I just solved the problems of the world. It really had never occurred to them to say, are you on Facebook? Yeah, doing surveys of your existing group. I always think this online marketing is is great, but it's not a standalone. It's right. the icing mm -hmm. on the cake. It's not the cake. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying to everybody is if you don't have a strategic marketing plan that encompasses mm -hmm. a, a variety of of strategies, not just social media, then you're missing out on, you know, the bulk of what your marketing really could right. do for you. Well, and social media is just a tool. You know, it's like direct mail and, mm -hmm. you know, an advertisement and, and all of those things. And so it really does need to be incorporated into it. You know, it, it, it has gone down with the number of people who are telling me this, but I spent six or seven months with people just saying, oh, I'm not going to have a website. I'm just going to have a Facebook page. And as I would, you know, pick myself back up off the floor, I would tell them, hey, <laughs> you need to be driving people to your own location. You know, maybe that's to call you or to visit or to go to your website. But always remember, Facebook is owned by somebody else and they can do what they want with it. You know, and, and the same goes with all the social media platforms. Yeah. And if you you want your own website and or blog to be your hub of where people can come home right. and get more mm -hmm. of a piece of you. And that's where you really do the great job of converting them from a contact into a client. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so you really have to know, you you know, have your own home and base where people like to come and, and where you can direct people. And that's, that's again, getting back to the content situation. If you're, mm -hmm. if you're like you said, you went to my blog and you're like, Oh, we're going to talk about this and we're going to talk about this. And, mm -hmm. and cause it makes people want to communicate with you. It's like, right. Oh, you said this, tell me what you think about that. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's funny because we sometimes then get caught up in those results. You know, Ooh, I did a blog post and nobody commented on it. It doesn't mean though people didn't read it. You know, same with your posts on social media. 
I had somebody the other day that said, I read every single thing you post, which just amazed me because they had never, ever even liked or commented. But they and and they were able to tell me enough about what I had posted that they really had been paying attention, but they liked it. They just didn't feel the need to, to do anything with it. So, you know, that's kind of the catch 22. It was nice that they liked it, but they hadn't shared it or, or commented on it. Yeah, but the, the key is to be consistent so mm-hmm. that over time, more you'll attract more people, you'll get those loyal followers and. You know, if they're not liking, maybe they don't like to like, (laughs) but somebody else will, and mm -hmm. it won't matter so much that this one person didn't. And it it is about giving them that content that they want to share. Um, You know, maybe they liked it, they enjoyed it, but if they didn't see a value in sending it to their tribe, then, you know, that that might be where the disconnect was coming in. Mm Great. Great. Well, you know, I, I don't want to start on what's good for 2014. Is there anything else that's out that we, we were doing a lot in 2013? I think it's about reevaluating what did and didn't work. Mm-hmm. Do less of what didn't work. Do more of what does work. So it it still is, and it's not the best word, but trial and error in a sense. Mm-hmm. But you've got to do trial and error from the the position of not just random, but thinking through, knowing mm-hmm. your market. So what's out is just being like the shotgun approach. Just putting right. anything out there. It's it's not that anymore. Don't mm-hmm. just blurt out anything. Be more. It's about refinement now. Mm-hmm. We're getting more sophisticated. Our users are more sophisticated. They know more about how to use these networks. They're more comfortable there. Mm-hmm. More and more demographics are online. So, and it's really a two-way conversation. So what's completely out, it's always been out, but it's out more than ever, um, is selling. Definitely. And trying to, you know, and I see the mistake happening over and over again. You know, like, hey, I'm an insurance broker. If you need insurance, you know, come to me. Mm-hmm. So being a valuable contributor of a community is the most important key mm-hmm. and creating what I call a ripple effect. Definitely. So random acts of kindness and, um, and, and do it, you know, I think what's, um, what, what's out is being all about me. Mm-hmm. Definitely. This, this is how can I help my fellow, you know, tribe mm-hmm. mate. Well, and there's so many ways to just kind of re rephrase what you're doing, you know, so to back to the insurance uh, person, you know, rather than saying I offer property, home, casualty, blah, 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 blah. If they're instead posting information about, you know, what's new in insurance laws or, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, once they're known as that expert, then people go, oh, yeah, that person sells insurance. And we know that they're good at it because they have all of this information. So never once did they say, come to me for your property casualty insurance. But they gave that great information that's out there. And that brings us back to content again. Mm-hmm. You know, things that really attract people are six common mistakes that, you know, people make when buying insurance or, mm-hmm. you know, right. how to choose your best insurance agent. What's the difference between term and whole life, you know, mm-hmm. things like that being, um, and then if you could spice it up a bit with mm-hmm. stories, mm-hmm. right? Because I think just plain information, like here's the new changes in the laws instead, eh. 
mm-hmm. tell a story about how mm-hmm. a loved one or a client and, you know, remove the names of the innocent and mm-hmm. change the names mm-hmm. and, you know, came to you too late or, you know, a relative never knew you, you know, that about this long-term health care insurance or whatever mm-hmm. um, that existed and they went bankrupt because of it. And tell a story mm-hmm. like that. And then the moral is this could have all been avoided by X, Y, and Z. Right. And again, you're not saying, and come to me to buy X, Y, and Z. Right. It's tacitly understood. Yeah. And Great. you might say how the, the six steps you did take if the, that or st- would have taken mm-hmm. in order to avoid that. Or Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Great. Well, we are at the bottom of the hour, so we need to take our break to make those advertiser people happy. Um, but when we come back, let's talk about what we're going to be doing in 2014. What's new? How do businesses plan for it? You know, what do they, how do they really make sure that, that what they're doing is good? And where to turn when they get a little bit confused. So I am Deb Creer. I'm talking with Laura Rubenstein on Mile High Radio, and we'll be back in just a couple moments. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Great shows. Great music. MileHighRadio.com. What are you listening to? This offer is void where prohibited. Resort selections and reservations are subject to availability. This ad is used for the purpose of soliciting the sale of timeshare interests. Do you want to make a powerful improvement today for better living? I have the answer. Take a vacation. Diamond Resorts International is offering exciting, spacious resort destinations to everyone who qualifies. Stay for four days and three nights at the resort location of your choice for just $159. Not per night, but for the entire stay. Come to Orlando or Las Vegas. It's just $159 for the entire stay. So what are you waiting for? Get away today for just $159. And these aren't standard hotel rooms. They're luxurious suites. So call 1-800-542-9072. If you call right now, we'll give you a $100 Visa gift card if you qualify. That's right, a $100 Visa gift card and a well-deserved four-day, three-night getaway for just $159, which means your vacation is really just $59. Call 1-800-542-9072. Call for the time of your life and better living. Call now, 1-800-542-9072. If your mom or loved one lives alone, one call to LifeWatch can end your worries for their safety. We're here 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you call us right now, we'll send you absolutely free an information-packed report on the nine most important things you need to know to make sure your parents are safe when living alone. It's completely free. Call us right now. 800-515-6927. Put your mind at ease. With LifeWatch, dial 800-515-6927. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And we are back. I am Deb Creer. We're chatting with Laura Rubenstein, who is a social media strategist. So welcome back, Laura. Great to be here. Great, great. Well, before we go any further, first, tell everyone how they can connect with you. 
Well, a great place is on my website at transformtoday.com. That's my mm-hmm. social media blog where people can get the latest uh, social media tips that I'm talking about. And uh, from there, you can connect with me on all my social networks. And socialbuzzclub.com as well is another uh, one of our, our sites where we uh, build tribes together. So if you want to be in a tribe with me, come to Social Buzz Club. I love buzzing about other people to my networks. Great. You know, and, and it's funny, one of the things that you just mentioned is a, is a mistake I see so many people make, which you didn't make, you know, didn't win, but you've got your links right on your homepage as to how to connect with you. And, and they're, you know, they're everywhere on your website. I've gone to businesses who say, you know, hey, I'm big on social media, and then it's next to impossible to find their links. So that should be somebody's first. New Year's resolution, make sure that people can find you. You know, don't make them have to go to the contact us page or the about us page to find your social media links. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) So let's really jump into planning for 2014. We've talked a little bit about what's out, um, but what do you think really is going to be in for social media marketing in 2014 to make it successful? Well, several things are in. Um, like we talked about and alluded to first was um, Google Plus, mm-hmm. YouTube, and Hangouts. Right. And the integration of those two. Mm-hmm. Um, LinkedIn, using it in a more strategic manner, is mm-hmm. very is going to be very good for professionals, especially anybody um, and even um, entrepreneurs that are you know just more entrepreneurial than professional, they're beginning to really surface and connect and network on LinkedIn as well. Mm -hmm. So make no mistake, it's not just for the corporate types anymore. Right. And um, strategic advertising, you know, because especially on Facebook, because of the visibility factor and the lack thereof that they, it's such a noisy place. Mm -hmm. And if you're not getting the engagement you want or you have a new fan page up, strategic advertising and doing integrated marketing strategies with advertising mm-hmm. is um, it's a little more complex, but it's definitely in. And Twitter advertising is on the rise. Right. Well. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think those are all ways that, that those platforms see for businesses to rise above all of that clutter. Um, you know, and, and it was funny last week or maybe the, the end of the week before was when Facebook made its grand announcement that said, you know, if you really want your post to be seen, you're going to have to pay. You know, it was a much bigger announcement, but that was what it came down to. And there was this hue and this cry. And I thought, duh. <laughs> You know, even for one thing, they have to make money. You know, this, this is, is a, you know, a money making business for them. But it, there is just so much there that if you really want your post to stand out, you're going to have to either do sponsored posts and or advertisements. Um, you know, and, and I think that's where people kind of hesitate. Um, and they need to do it appropriately. I was talking to somebody the other day about sponsored posts and I said the thing to remember is it's not seen just by the people who have liked your page. It's seen by the people they're connected with. So it can get spammy really fast, um, you know, and, and so posting a whole bunch of things about, you know, back to the selling thing. You know, if you're posting things that are really selling and you're doing a sponsored post and it's going out to thousands potentially of people who haven't liked your page, that can get you in trouble pretty fast. It, it can. And um, but 
you know, when you're doing the advertising, you can also select the audiences you yes. are sending it to. Mm-hmm. So you can get a far broader reach mm-hmm. and, and more targeted reach because, you know, your friends and followers or fans might like you, but some will of their friends and some mm-hmm. won't. So right. uh, when you choose your audiences, oh, you know, the Facebook advertising can be very powerful. But again, mm-hmm. like you said, you know, it's not like, oh, buy my thing. That's not what you advertise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's and, more to engage. Yes, you know, and and the nice thing about Facebook, and and they're the only ones I've worked with on advertising, because that's where they make their money. They want it to be successful, so they're very helpful, and and they will will kind of walk you through that process to to make sure that what you're doing is going to be successful, because their goal is <clears throat> that you buy more ads, <laughs> so they don't want you to have wasted your time. Right. Exactly. Now I'm not I haven't done Twitter advertising. How does that work? Well, you've got to go into the Twitter advertising section and they have a variety of ways to work and quite frankly, I haven't done a lot of it, so mm-hmm. I don't really feel like I can speak to it in depth. Right. Mm-hmm. But um it's on the rise and make no mistake about it by the end of this year I will know a heck of a lot more mm-hmm. about it because I'm seeing the power of it and businesses are seeing the power of it. Mm-hmm. Um and the sponsored post, you'll be seeing more sponsored posts out there. You'll be right. seeing, um, and again, they will be engaging and the more engaging they are. And of course, Twitter is going to work just like Facebook to make them work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some really nifty things I'm, I'm hearing rumor wise about it, but I want to check it out before I, I start teaching mm-hmm. it and talking right. about it. You know, and, and the nice thing about the advertisements and whether it's, you know, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, you know, all of those platforms, it's very affordable. Um, you know, I've done sponsored ads for $10 and, oh, yeah. you know, and that's what makes it nice is you, I was able to target people who might be interested in the information. You know, the post went from what would have probably been, you know, a hundred or so people seeing it to several thousand and, you know, and it was for a very minimal amount of money. So I think that's one thing that businesses really need to check out is to see what happens. And, and that comes back to what you were saying before trial and error. You know, and I don't get carried away and, you know, try a whole bunch at once because all that does is annoy everybody. But, you know, keep keep tinkering with it and see what works. Absolutely. And the cool thing um, in Twitter, the one thing I do know is they have promoted tweets as well mm-hmm. as promoted accounts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not just your your posts that are getting promoted, but you can actually be even more visible as an account if you have mm-hmm. a brand name or you're building yourself as a brand name. So mm-hmm. that's very, very powerful. Let's talk specifically about Twitter, um, because Twitter's where I started on social media, and I've definitely gotten away from it. But I know it's it is obviously a very strong, very powerful platform. What tips do you have for people like me, or maybe somebody who's never really been on Twitter and thinks, "Hey, that just sounds stupid"? How should they really be using Twitter? Well, to me, Twitter is like your own little news center. Mm-hmm. In the sense that you can be a lot more noisy on Twitter because Twitter's more noisy place and it's this mm-hmm. microblog, which means right. it's 140 mm-hmm. characters and that's all you get. And that's, that's fine. And because the other thing is once you post something up, it's pretty much gone mm-hmm. in, in an hour. So you could be posting a lot and mm-hmm. to make it easy, you know, that sounds like, oh yeah, right. another mm-hmm. thing to do a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm all about, um, especially if your network is slightly different on Twitter than Facebook, meaning different people, mm-hmm. 
um, what you post to your Facebook, you know, business page, you can automatically have tweeted out right. to your mm-hmm. Twitter account. I'm a big fan of that, not the other way around. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. The one way from Facebook to Twitter works really nicely mm-hmm. because it's a way to keep your Twitter feed active. Mm-hmm. And then I like using something called Hootsuite, which is a mm-hmm. lovely tool that allows you to monitor all your networks, your Facebook, mm-hmm. your Twitter, your Facebook personal page, your and any number of Twitter accounts, your LinkedIn, your Google Plus company page, you can see what's going on and respond. Mm-hmm. So I love to use Twitter to reply and do searches on topics and find mm-hmm. out what's trending. It's great for market research, by the way. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, who's doing what in your industry, who, what related industries are, are talking about, and it's great for content curation once again. Mm-hmm. Um, doing those searches, Twitter search is very robust and will find you real time what's going on. It's also a way to figure out what's trending in general and find out how to make your content relevant mm-hmm. to what's trending and right. then get it seen more because it is trending. Well, and if there is a way when something is trending that you can join in that conversation, and again, not in a salesy way, that's a perfect way to be able to, to utilize Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you have an opinion on something that's going on or something you want to add to that conversation, it's a great way to step into it. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite uses of Twitter, and, and I try and do this you know, when I'm able to, are the hashtags when I'm at a conference. Mm-hmm. So I love conferences that have their own hashtag. You know, so hello, that's a big tip. Have your own, you know, hashtag for a conference. And then I'll be tweeting throughout the conference about what's going on, you know, and then I use the hashtag. But more importantly, I look at that hashtag and I connect with every single person who is there. And Twitter, you know, Twitter's a little bit different. Most people will just connect on Twitter. You don't have to really be, you know, giving them a, an invitation, you know, all those various things. But they also know, okay, well, you know, Deb is at this conference, so at least we have some similar interests. So you can build the your your network very quickly at a convention or a conference on Twitter. Absolutely. And if you're doing an online event, Mm-hmm. Or you have a program, right? Have a hashtag for it and mm-hmm. start a conversation around it. A lot of people have do things called called tweet chats, mm-hmm. and the or um, yeah, they do this. They set aside a time. They even can do interviews on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They right. all use the same hashtag and they mm-hmm. follow that conversation. You can go to tweetchat.com or twubs.com and follow mm-hmm. just those tweets that people are using with that hashtag, so you can filter out all the other noise that's happening and be a part of this quote unquote online event on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll be honest, I don't like hashtags on Facebook to me. They, they just cluttered that up. And I think that was, they were trying to keep up with Twitter, mm-hmm. but you know, it is again, that's where you can find out what's trending um, and, and see what people are talking about. Just don't get carried away when you use the hashtags. You know, it's, it's funny. I always know when somebody's bringing Instagram in to Facebook because it will have a whole bunch of hashtags. Right. But remember that the people who follow you, even on, on Twitter, but especially on Facebook, don't always understand what a hashtag is. So they're thinking, well, that's a typo or what did they mean or you right. know, all those various things. So really be conscious of using hashtags wherever you're going to use them. Yeah, and for those people who don't know, a hashtag when we're referring to it is a word preceded by the pound sign or the mm-hmm. number sign, and that creates it as a clickable link to every other post that has that 
word with the preceded right. by the number sign. Right. So, you know, say somebody does Santa Christmas as a hashtag. If you then click on that, you can see all of the other posts that were that had that included in it. Right. And it creates its own feed of mm-hmm. those posts. And right. that's why it's so powerful when you're at a conference or you're doing an event online. And um, we do at Social Buzz Club every week, we do a free webinar and that's a high content with an expert. And we use the hashtag SBuzzU. So we created mm-hmm. up our own and we encourage people during the webinar to tweet out their nuggets of wisdom that they're getting with that hashtag so mm-hmm. we can keep track of it. We can engage with them. We can retweet them. So they get more visibility for doing that. Right. So um, it's also a way to, you know, help people. If they're promoting you, you're going to promote them. You'll say thank mm-hmm. you. You'll retweet some of them. You'll follow them. So don't hesitate to go find out the hashtags that you really like, uh, the content, and engage with them and mm-hmm. re- and use them in engaging with that conversation. Right. Well, and one of the things I really love about hashtags is they don't go away. So you can go back and you can look at the conversations that happened yesterday, two weeks ago, a month ago, you know, whenever that was. And I like hashtags because um, you never know who you're going to find mm-hmm. by doing that. Right. By by searching on those hashtags. Um, at one point they did... Uh, they were only lasting about seven days, so this is news to me that they're longer. I, you know, I've looked back at some that were there longer. I don't know if that was a special circumstance, say for a conference or something like that, but I have gone back and, and looked at some of them. So cool, mm, cool, cool. Now, you know, how can people, whether they're very familiar with social media or kind of familiar or just dipping that little piggy toe in, how do they make sure that their goals are met in 2014? So this goes back to my hat as a marketing consultant. <laughs> okay. So that's where I started. A lot of people on social media are social media, calling themselves social media experts. They haven't had a background in marketing necessarily. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, they may not think like this, but if you think as a marketer, as a overall picture, you want to plan to grow your community, I'm going to coach you right now and give you some advice. I'm also a coach and a marketing consultant, so mm-hmm. you get the best of both worlds. The first, It's all about the who, what, where, and how you get help doing this. Mm-hmm. First, ask yourself, and I would encourage everyone to just get out a piece of paper and write these few questions down because they're going to they're gonna set your focus for 2014. Great. Who are the people in your community, meaning your tribe? Mm-hmm. Who are they? So ask yourself that question. Define it as clearly as you can. Who are the people in your community? And folks, it's not everyone. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Who is this concentrated group of people, this rich niche, this, this group that loves you, you love them, and like they want, they're hungry for what you have. They need it. You can help them solve these issues that you, you're so passionate about solving. Who are those people? And then who do you want to listen to in 2014? Which customers, Mm -hmm. you know, which type of clients and customers, you know, are are these ideal? Who will you listen to? Because if you're not listening to your market, you're missing out on the gold of what you should be marketing. (laughs) And then which influencers, you know, like the market, Mm -hmm. the place, the other people in your marketplace that are doing Uh what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure you're staying 
current and you know what's going on in your market. So you got to listen to customers and influencers. And then what? What are the conversations you want to participate in mm-hmm. in 2014? What's hot for you? What do you most want to make an impact in, right? right. In other words, what – and here's the third question. So the, the I mean the fourth the yeah the fourth question third question was what are the conversations you want to participate in mm-hmm. in 2014 and then the fourth question is what contribution are you committed to making in your community ah the the important one yeah you know a lot of people don't think about this as important mm-hmm. and don't even think about oh yeah this is the impact I want to make mm-hmm. but if you can't get fired up inspired and um, your energy around it, then it's it's going to be a struggle uphill. I want it right. to be a slide downhill. Mm-hmm. So let's get on the slide. What lights you up? What's going to take you on the ride of your life? What contribution mm-hmm. do you want to have made in 2014? And then it's the where question. Where will you connect mm-hmm. to make that conversation con- right. Uh, contribution? Right. Mm-hmm. So. Then you have to decide on what help mm-hmm. you will need to right. get there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it could be training. It could be consulting. It could be bringing on other people on board. Um, so in order to connect, you know, what are the things you're going to need to to do? You know, if you want to be on Google Plus and Hangouts and you want to be on Instagram and you want to be on Pinterest, you're going to need some help probably. Definitely. Because, mm-hmm. Unless that's your job <laughs> to be there. Um <laughs> So then, then you have a plan. You basically mm-hmm. have a plan when you've an- answered those questions because mm-hmm. you, you you can just put that in time of how much you're going to do of each. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, then the strategies come out. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to plan. Okay, so if I need help, what's the help? Well, the help is going to be creating a plan of high-impact strategies for so- for people to implement in your on your team or yourself to implement, who's mm-hmm. going to do what, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you want to set time or delegate to a person to set time to do that social media engagement, interaction, content production, mm-hmm. management of your website. It's too many people think that oh, I'm just going to put up a great website and I'm going to get on social media and I'm going to be done. Mm-hmm. And then nothing happens. Yes, nothing happens. They wonder why. Mm -hmm. Because they didn't do anything with it. It is no longer about one-way marketing. It is a Mm -hmm. two-way conversation that's ongoing every day, 24-7. Not that you have to be there Mm 24-7, but you have to be consistent. Mm -hmm. Whatever you do, be consistent. If it's twice a week, three times a week, five times a week, two times a day, whatever, start ramping it up and finding out what your consistent pace is. Mm-hmm. You don't have to sprint all the time, but be a marathon in it for the long distance. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and some of those resources might actually be old school resources. You know, maybe it's looking back at, at marketing strategies and techniques, uh, the, the Dale Carnegie type of sales tips, you know, all of those things, they're tried and true methods. And, and just because we are, you know, going into 2014 doesn't mean that something that was very successful back in the last century isn't something that is, is still going to be a very good tip and, and technique for people to use. And you could update it. You mm-hmm. can make it more modern. Um, right. You put your spin on it for sure. Mm-hmm. 
there's the the biggest mistake I, I see people making is having too much fear around making mistakes. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's time, you know, as long as you're doing that gut check, check mm-hmm. in before you post. Mm-hmm. Does this feel good to post? You're 90% of the time, it's going to be a good thing to post mm-hmm. if you feel good about it. If there's this little nagging feeling in you that you're trying to ignore, don't. Start right. paying attention mm-hmm. and alter what you're going to post because mm-hmm. it's it's telling you it's it, it, you just trust your gut and you'll be mm-hmm. fine. Well, and we all make mistakes. And I think that's where people do get caught up in that. You know, they, they don't want to do anything because it might make a mistake. Well, you know, we do make mistakes, whether it's a typo or we posted, you know, something funny when it was a very serious moment or, you know, all these various things. Just get over it. <laughs> you know? yeah. Move on from there. And, and you know, if, if it is something that you need to fix, well, sure, you know, fix that. But, yeah, follow that instinct. You know, I see people post things, and then the next thing they post is, oh, we're sorry. We know we shouldn't, or I shouldn't have used that language. That meant that they had that initial, uh, to start with, just go with that. You know, it, it, it was telling you, don't post that. So don't post that. And sometimes, like you say, we're, we can't help ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And we'll make the mistake and we get to apologize and we get to make it right. A mm-hmm. lot of people, you know, are worried about their quote unquote reputation, their business okay. reputation. And, you know, if something happens where a mistake happens, an accidental mistake happens, you're, you have such an opportunity to turn it around, make it right in public mm-hmm. right. that, um, you can, it can turn it around to your advantage. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and maybe it's that you tell people, oh, gee, I had a typo when I fixed it, or you make a joke out of it. I mean, it, sometimes you do have to delete things. You know, there are just times when you need to delete posts. And, and for the people who get nervous about what's going to be posted on their pages, you own that space. You know, it, it is yours. If somebody posts something you don't like, you can delete it. Now, you know, be cautious with that because you don't want them to then, you know, really get carried away with posting but, you know, if, if somebody used language that wasn't appropriate or something like that, you can go in and, and delete those posts. So don't don't get so caught up in the what ifs that you're in the anal- paralysis by analysis stage. Right. Right. Because, you know, we're all human and and it's amazing as long as you're being real, mm-hmm. the connection, it's so worth the connections risking the, oh, no, what if somebody, you know, thinks poorly of me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, and, you know, it, it probably takes us back to, you know, you're the, the new kid in school, whether it's, you know, first grade, sixth grade, high school, college, you know, you walk into your first networking thing. What if nobody likes me? Well, you know, not everybody's going to like you, but the point is you have to actually walk in through that door. Right. Great. Well, we are almost at the top of the hour. So do you have any last tips for, for people? It's amazing. Yeah. Well, you don't have to go it alone. Mm-hmm. There's tons of resources. Your show right. is here. My course is here. Um, my blog is here. It, mm-hmm. It's like Social Buzz Club. We're, we want to help. There's so much available. It's amazing. Um, that's also the the beauty of being here into the beginning of 2014. Mm-hmm. That um, you know, we, we I really want everyone to feel like social media is accessible. Right. For their, you know, and available to benefit themselves personally and professionally. Mm-hmm. And if I can help anyone do it, I'm here 
you know, all my social links, like, like you, we mentioned are at transformtoday.com and, or look me up, Laura Rubenstein, you'll find it <laughs> one way or another. So, um, I just think that people, you know, take a deep breath, relax. Oh, by the way, if something's not working on social media, it's probably not you. It's probably a glitch. All right. of the systems yeah. have glitches in them <laughs> all the time and new ones appear just out mm-hmm. of the blue. So, don't put it on yourself. So many people are like, I don't know how to use it. I clicked here and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? It happened to be a glitch that day. Right. It's not letting you post a picture or, you know, right. you've got the fail whale and, and all those things. Take a break. <laughs> Come yeah. back later. It will work. Exactly. That's, Great. you know, my, you know, my biggest piece of advice for, you know, peace and ease on social media is mm-hmm. walk away if something's yeah. not working. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, and, and, and you didn't break Facebook. You know, we all like to think that we're that powerful, <laughs> but you didn't break Facebook or LinkedIn or, or whatever it is. Um, you know, and, and sometimes it means just shutting off your machine and restarting it. You know, some simple basic things like that. Exactly. Well, Laura, this has been absolutely fabulous. And I think we need to check in with you maybe every six months or so, especially because things change so quickly. And so we, you know, want to have you back on again so that we can get kind of a check with people, see how they've been doing throughout the year, you know, what's coming up later. So we will definitely have you on again. Um, right. you know, as a reminder, you find Laura at transformtoday.com or www.socialbuzzclub.com. You can easily find me at debcreer.com, D-E-B-K-R-I-E-R. Um, we will not have a program next week, going to take a little bit of a Christmas break, but we will have a program on December 30th, and we're really going to delve into New Year's resolutions for social media um, and in marketing in whole, but we're really going to, to look at what people should truly be thinking about for 2014. You know, so this has been a, a great program to get people thinking about that. We're going to, to just take it even a step further on, on our next program. So everyone have a fabulous day. Um, Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy winter solstice, you know, happy Hanukkah, all those various things that people celebrate. Be sure to, you know, be good to yourself. Don't panic about social media. We're here to help you. Um, and until next time, everybody have a great day. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Yep. Here's your problem. You haven't been listening to MileHighRadio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.